10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. Wow. Oh, it's that time again. Uh, Paul Chandler's going to start this whole thing he does. It's called the Shadow Podcast. Probably going to start any minute now. Anyway, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, sit back and relax. All I wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's got all that shy as right. Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Excellent. <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm alright, I'm alright. Now, what are we going to be talking about this time? Well, uh, we've got an episode that we've been wanting to do for a while, and uh, it's finally going to happen. Yes, what exactly is it, though? Well, um, two members of the uh, co-hosting team, or part of our special guest team, I'm not sure what we call them. I think they're different from the regulars. The regulars are Yeti Uncle John and Ick and Snippy Martin and Bettina and people like that. Yeah, special guests. That's um, Troby and Lisa and Nick and uh, Martin and, and people like that. So, yes. So this is a chat with two of our special guest team, two people who knew each other a long time ago and who haven't spoken to each other um, for quite a while. Um, They've both been on episodes of Chatterbox, but not at the same time. Yes, we're going to be talking to Nick Goodman and Warren from The Cinematic Sausage. Now, Warren went to school with uh, Mr Trowbridge, um, but not with Nick, but he was part of our little sci-fi group for a while before he moved way up to London. And uh, I remember him back in the late 80s, maybe the early 90s, and uh, I've maybe seen him once, perhaps twice since then. Obviously, in a way, to me, Warren is a bit like Toppy Smelly or, 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 um, or Jay the Haunt Cub in that our friendship at the moment largely exists online when we're playing Fortnite, or when we were recording the podcast together. But I'm sure we'll get to meet up soon. Whereas with Nick, he's somebody I see in real life, um, one of the few people, really, that I see in real life at the moment, um, partly because he lives in Salisbury near my parents. So he's always my number one place to visit uh, after I see my parents. So, yeah. So anyway, so the episode coming up, I'm at Nick's house, and Warren is talking to us via Skype. But uh, he doesn't live that far away. But... uh, it was easier to record it that way. And, uh, yeah, so let's run the theme music. When we come back, we'll have Nick and Warren and I, and I think we're going to be talking about, I don't know, back in the day. Back in the day, yes. Okay, right, run that theme music. Darling, the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Uh, I'll, I'll go anywhere but Toto. Delicious. Hello, Captain. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you, Paul? Oh, 
Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope you haven't found out my secret. I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. No, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti and Joe's ankles as well. <laughs> But has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all green and easy. Yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> Hello, listeners. We're here. We've got Warren here, Uncle Warren, and we've got um, Nick. Uncle, Uncle Nick? Uncle Nick, yes. Uncle yes. Nick. Nick. I'm going to be I'm going to be greater still this month because my my um my grand my no my not my grandmother my sister is going to be a grandmother for the third time uh, yes. this this month so I'm, I'm a great Nick <laughs> you've always been great oh, my friend you've yes. always been great <laughs> yeah my, my brother just turns forty so I don't think I know any young people anymore no <laughs> I'm glad I'm not young anymore. Oh. Thanks um, well, the little girls. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when did you two last see each other? Well, that, that that's a bit of a personal question to start <laughs> on, isn't it? Really, <laughs> see each other behind my back. <laughs> I saw I saw Nick in a. I was discussing this this morning actually. This with Trobia. Last time I saw Nick was standing in a queue in East London. Yes. Um. I I think we did we did extend to lunch. Um. I, I think yes because we were. It was a Pyramids of Mars DVD signing. Yes, I'm, I've just called the photo up. I've got a photo of you That's here. Right. Yes, I think you're strangling someone with a scarf or something. <laughs> I, I've actually got that on because I'm converting. I'm, I'm sort of moving some of my photographs around and kind of into different albums. Mm. And and there you are with Andrew and and um, Lisa. And we went. And I think my 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 other half as well. Yes. And we went for for a meal over the other side, having met Sutek and a mummy and. And um, and Michael Sheard, of course. Michael Sheard, yes. <laughs> um, but uh, no, that was it. That was a jolly time. But that was eighteen years ago. <laughs> My word, is it? Yes, Good Lord. I did meet you briefly um, when you were in uniform on uh, Hillingdon Station. Oh, that's right. Yes, and I jumped the... out on Paul, didn't I? That's right. Oh, yes. That was, was, was you there, Nick? I remember. Wasn't sure. Sure. You, you jumped out, and he's dined out ever since. <laughs> <laughs> it's a unit. Paul likes the uniform. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when was that? How long ago was that? Ooh. Oh gosh, that must have been. When was I there? I'm not sure, but I think of twenty. 10? Yeah, probably about right, actually. Yeah, 2010, yeah. It's one of Keith and Elaine's parties we were all catching yes. up for. I think it might... I don't know if it was the Brig and Liz party. No, it wasn't, because no, I was in America um, when that... I missed that, because I was in America. That's but, right. It must have, I think it was the year before. Mm. The big one the year before. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's it's been um, quite so a substantial length of time. That's the only time I've, I've seen Warren since... since yeah. Uh, since the 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Um, uh, although um, since we've been playing Fortnite, we we we, uh, we get a lot of exposure to one another. Don't we? Yeah. <laughs> but, says you wouldn't mention that. Oh, sorry, I, don't know. <laughs> I was thinking back to you know what, what what do I think if I think Paul and Warren? I think nineteen eighty eight um, springs readily to mind because the the three of us and I think Danny March were all collecting Doctor Who videos at the time. And uh, we we hung out quite a lot together, um, and we were Warren and I we went clubbing. Oh God, Concords, yes. Concords. Oh no, yes. Beautiful. I, I can't think. I can't because they always used to play Loco and Acapulco. A, a That's lot. 
Whenever I hear that song, your good self getting on down on the dance floor always springs to mind. Oh no, I I, I remember it. I remember that's what brings them. That song always brings back the memory. Yes, really does. Yeah, at Concord. I loved Concord. I can remember we were. They used to have a raised section, and we got. We got brave once, didn't we? I think Keith was with us, and we went up on the raised section, and that's where the, the like the show off dancers were, that's and we were right. like there strutting stuff. That's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it was you and Keith and Nick Radford, and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was we we hung we seriously hung out those days, didn't we? Oh, we were we were yeah. That was our string fellows. That was, was. <laughs> string fellow years. It was actually a dangle club. And I loved it. Yeah, it was. They, they uh, apparently the residents complained in about two thousand four or five. They demolished it. No, that was that was oh, a piece of history. It was it was a grange. It was a listed building. How they managed to justify destroying a, a listed building, I will never know. Um, I, miss, but, I missed all the, I missed out on the the nightclubbing bit of this era because I I was too young. But um, oh bless you. Uh, the, the you made up is, for it. I definitely made up for it. I. Was quite nervous about dancing, like when when I went to conventions in about ninety or ninety one, um, Exospace down in Exeter. Um, I remember there was a disco going on, and I I was I I, I know Mister Mister Trowbridge wasn't really a disco dancer, not that I know of anyway. He certainly wasn't then, and I and he'd gone back to his hotel, and I went I went to find him in the hotel because i was too scared to go to the disco but uh, um but eventually but 99 um, uh, yeah. mr sheard out danced us i think i got into that. dancing when i went to camberley and uh, met my future flatmate callum and there was a nightclub there and it wasn't it wasn't a great nightclub i don't know how it compared to concords i never went to concords mm-hmm. even after um you know even after i got into because it, it sounds like it was still around but we never, we never went there. We went to the. No. You and I went to the the chapel in in in. Did Salisbury. we go to the chapel? I went to the chapel that. once. Yeah, oh, right. that was near where my dad's office used to be. I, um, the thing is, I there's a, still a part of me that thinks, oh, if there was an oldies night, I I kind of still. But oh, I'll be with <laughs> you there. I'll be with you there, Nick. I'll be with you there. And and then things happen. We work. Things happen where. You know, we I, I, I go out with the the younger crowd, and they're like, "Oh, should we do that? Yeah, should we do that? Yeah." And um, you, then you then you suddenly realise how old you're getting because I think there was there was one particular one about nine years ago where we 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 all drank too much and went to the here and went to there and and we ended up in the chapel, which is the basically the only nightclub in Salisbury now, and. Um, I, I went to the bar. I thought I just need to sit down, and the next thing I know, there's a young girl standing over me. Going, Are you all right? And <laughs> and, and I just dropped off. <laughs> I thought, oh, just swinging down. Oh dear, I'm not going to live this. Uh, <laughs> you had your belated fiftieth. Was it belated fiftieth or belated fortieth? You had a you had a um, you hired a hall, and so. I, Oh yes, so uh, um, for my forty tooth. Yeah, your forty tooth. Um, yes, yeah, so it was going to be because for my fortieth, one of the films I was desperately trying to edit for about five years came out. So I, I kind of had a few gatherings at home, but didn't really have a do. Um, yeah, that was that was the last, well, the last. That was a good. I forget how many good people came to that one. There was a few that couldn't make it, and um, I kind of dwelt too much on the, the people that couldn't make it and. And now I look at the video. I thought, "Oh, we got this one and that one." And no, oh yeah, why was it such a miserable game? I, um, I, I definitely did my um, my night. Other than Doctor Who conventions by the later nineties, 
and I went to that club with Callum, but by the, uh, in, in Cam- which for the music was a bit so-so, and they play a lot of modern stuff that was modern at the time, but was long extended dance remixes of things. But then they'd suddenly put on Love Shack or 80s <laughs> stuff, and, and the, the dance floor filled up, and then for, they played it for about an hour, and then they he went back to the modern stuff and the dance floor went back to being about two people on it. I don't, he didn't get the message, but uh, by the late nineties, I was able to go to nightclubs where I actually in London, which actually had music I liked. And there was one I loved called pop stars that had four different floors and you could dance to uh, cheesy pop music mm-hmm. on one floor. You could dance to sort of indie music. And we went to a regular liked. one in just over the a road from oh, yeah, in Woking, station in Woking. In Woking yes. um, that was the, 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 the floor was always full of beer, but they played great music. It's very sticky. Um, the windows used to steam up. And there was always Mar Baker. Like Mar Baker. Oh, Mar Baker. What that was yeah. to that, that um, Oh, What a Night and, and Loco and Acapulco was to, to Concord. It, 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 it was really a bar. It was an odd. odd because usually dis- discos were either, or my experience of discos was that they were either in rooms that didn't have windows or they were underground or what. But, but this one was up, upper floor and, and with glass windows. And I think it, normally it was a bar, but on these nights. And yeah, it used to, we, everyone used to steam it up with all their dancing. Yeah, yeah it's always <laughs> steamy place. <laughs> yeah, I went to, um, I mean, our work went to school dinners. That was a, that <laughs> was a really old. Um, discotheque just off of baker street and we we went there where you'd have a school dinner and all the, the young ladies serving you would be dressed as centrinians basically and then all they would play is 70s and 80s music all night and it was brilliant brilliant everybody everybody danced then yeah with um we went i think we, i went with my sister and ali and i think my nephew to a place called flares which did more or less the same thing, you know, I, I, and everyone was fitted with cyborgs, <laughs> which actually were recalled in 1988. I actually was a year, uh, 10 years adrift in the <laughs> styles, and I, I, I had a, had some cyborgs in, in 88. Um, so thank, thank you for being my friend, even though I had cyborgs. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, have, I have to say, Nick, um, from photographs I've seen of you um, with Paul and Mojave, you are ageless. You haven't <laughs> aged. You are exactly the same as I, because I remember, I still have this thing. I'm still in my head. We are all still of that particular age. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I look, you, 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 you are exactly the same as I remember you. Well, the hairline is backing for the for the yeah. kitchen door, but um, and I'm, I've, I've, got a little, <laughs> I've got a little um, sort of monastic bald patch at the back. But ah, that, 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 that's that's a, that's a sign of greatness. That is, that is a sign of greatness. I've got one of those as well. I'm sure everyone everyone has. I think it's just a sign of um, growing old disgracefully. Yes, <laughs> Paul's mum, mother is in of the belief that I've made a pact with the devil. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the other place other than discos that I was used to like with, in the noughties, I went to a lot of weddings because when I met Callum, um, uh, he, he went to college in the sort of area where he lived. So, and a lot of his friends went to college and they were still in the area. So they sort of adopted me as we were all about the same age, even though I hadn't gone to college with them. So, um, I got to know his friends and the, and some of the ones that didn't live in Camberley and got invited to, as a sort of honor, honorary member of their college group, got invited to all sorts of weddings in the noughties. And, of course, weddings were great for having a dance. Um, and and uh, Callum and I got into the stage where we were kind of known for 
you know, we were quite good double act. So, for instance, if you were listening to Girls Just Want to Have Fun, there's the bit that goes dig, 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 and, and, and sounds like he's playing a tin drum. And at that point, Callan would come over and he'd put his head down and I'd pretend to drum on his head like like it was, uh, it, it, we were kind of silly little things like that. Actually, we Keith, Keith and I managed to get the whole title sequence of Dukes of Hazard into our dance <laughs> including Uncle Jesse who... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, also, I remember people coming up and saying, I don't know, whatever the song was, when it gets to a point perhaps where there's a guitar solo, so we'd start moaning to the guitar. Pe- people would say, how do you know that's coming up? And I think, well, <laughs> well because I know the song. <laughs> I, I guess some people just, I, I, we, we were very, always very much into to songs and music. I mean, yeah. if we knew a song, we knew it. And, and you just realise that not everyone's like that. And, and, um, but, uh, but yes. <laughs> Oh, beautiful days, beautiful days. Uh, there was one called Bentley's, which Keith and I went to a few times, and uh, it wasn't quite as um, well designed as uh, as as Concords. And um, uh, the, the, disc, the disco part was a little bit less demanding. And, and um, it, Keith used to joke that there was a little man in the corner just switching the light on and off. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the name of the other nightclub, and that was it. That was Bentley's. Yes. Yeah. Now the music box, um, where, where oh. sort of uh, poety people. Um, was Bentley's the one near the bus station? Or was that another one? There was one near well, the bus station. That was Churchill's. Yes. Church. Where the, the Mitchell brothers always seemed to be going to that in the late nineties. Oh yeah. And you could always tell because if you were going out for the evening, there was all these girls going across the town path with skirts up to their asses, um, <laughs> and and you knew they were going to see. The, the Mitchell brothers. Um, yeah, I don't think I ever went to a nightclub where, well, I, I mean, I know that was a, a common thing where people off soap operas would come and do signings and or whatever, or, or whatever they got up to, but I don't think I ever went to anything. The weird oh. thing about Churchill's is it used to, in the 80s, it was Manda Paints where I did my YTS. Yeah, I remember. So the upstairs bit, I thought, my God, I, I was once up here for two months where they tried to fumigate me with, with, with <laughs> what to do with me. You know, again, making mistakes on the till. You know, you go up and paint the whole of the top floor and out of harm's way. And, um, and of course, you wouldn't do that now because, you know, I was exposed to paint fumes for non-stop for two weeks. It, it, was, it was also opposite that, um, like, camcorder and hi-fi shop Sutton's, Sutton's yeah. which ironically is where when I was in Salisbury that's always my first that was where I always <laughs> used to buy my camcorder tapes Sutton for Sutton Park that, 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 that still exists to this very day so. <laughs> unlike the shop unfortunately yes exactly yeah. I, I mean it's but, a ghost that that whole street is completely it, it looks pathetic now you know there's there's no there's no anything that was there when I was at YCS or, or even before um, Churchill. So I did, went to Churchill's a few times with the work. So do you remember when you first met each other? Was was it part of the local group or something separate? Or? Yes. Well, it was underneath this clock. I was <laughs> carrying a copy of the Times. And I was shots, razzled. Yes, and I had a carnation. That's all I had. That's all I had. That's all I had, yes. <laughs> Very noticeable. <laughs> I stuck out. <laughs> oh, the, the other story that does the rounds, which I think is probably more true, um, is um, in July 1986, when I was contemplating unemployment um, for the first time, um, the local group started. I knew Fiona. I'd been to school with Keith. And all we all gathered in and, and watched Dalek Invasion Earth 21. 21- 50, is it? And gosh, we're almost there, aren't we? They're nearly, they're nearly <laughs> yeah. right. Um, with Pete Cushing. And um, and there they were. And I met your good self. Um, and 
of course, Mr. Trowbridge for the first time. Yes, I can remember Andrew saying to me, he said, I'm, I'm thinking of going to this local group, really? <laughs> I didn't know there was one. He says, yes, it's in Salisbury. Should we go? I'm a bit nervous. I said, oh. okay. <laughs> and I didn't know what to expect from a local group. And I, 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 I don't remember the, I, I really don't remember the first meeting. I remember subsequent meetings, I, but uh, I just this, remember all these. It, I went Jan- to the second one. The first one I understood was Resurrection of the Daleks and everyone, whether according to the newsletter, they had a newsletter, do you remember? Um, oh, the SFOW Express. And they, they, I, all that I could glean from that is they watched Resurrection of the Daleks and everyone took the piddly pee out of each other. Yes. <laughs> I, I turned up um, and I knew Keith. Um, we had a bit of a more of a love-hate love, love hate relationship back then. We're, we're, we're sort of firmly on the love side these days. Um, and but back then, um, you know, the, the little bit of banter and everything. And you and Andrew were very much a double act. Um, it was quite clear that you knew each other and you, you'd spark off each other with the banter. And my, my first contact with you was you did a, a quiz, an audio quiz about, oh, can you name this episode? And you put on a clip. And um, I just bought, and there was a clip from The Invasion. I just bought Unit Tape Scene. Um, mm. Uh, and which had a review of the invasion and i noticed the clip and i said oh that's the invasion and you you smiled one of your wonderful big happy smiles and said you buy units as well don't you? <laughs> <laughs> i've never forgotten that <laughs> but no great and i i remember i got uh, christmas cards from you but i think i got trophies on on in june uh, so <laughs> that's about right. Yes, that's about to, right. Forgetting to, uh, to to give it to me. <laughs> he, he used to send me Christmas cards on my birthday, crossed out, and happy birthday written on them. I, I remember. But yeah, I I I, I, I put my cards on, on the table. I was um, in in a lovely way. This comes out. I was extremely jealous of yourself and Keith because you're extremely talented people. Keith was always very creative. Um, I could see him heading towards, because he loved to be a um, a children's producer, didn't he? A, a child presenter. Yeah. Yourself, you had that wonderful talent of treading the boards, and you still have that wonderful talent of treading the boards, which gives you that uh, ability to escape into somebody else's persona. And I was always, wow, I was always in sort of in awe more than anything else of your, your ability of, of doing that. And, of course, that came with your writing skills as well. Oh, bless your heart. It's very kind of you to say. Yeah, I mean, quite genuine. And I, and, I, and I thought, wow, I was really a bit sort of, well, when I was told, oh, Nick's an actor. And I'm like, oh, I was quite sort of. Um, oh. scared to begin with oh, and then just, in awe and oh, I, I was just, 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 just amazed but I mean you you, you always in into our turn um, we were all always in awe you, you always the one with the charisma but you could you, <laughs> it's all a front really there, boy. <laughs> but it, it, even so it, you know it was there and it's still there I can tell it even now um, so yeah we, we, we too were in awe of you um, so it, 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 I think if those days can be summed up, it would be awe. I was going to say, we're a pair of awes. Awes. With, a, with, a, with lots of W's and an E on the end. Yes. Awe. 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 James. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Warren knows this, but Nick, Nick and I had some weird 
sort of first meets in that uh, I was involved with the writer's circle in Salisbury and I was like 15 or, or younger and it was all like 50 or 60 year olds and I was this, yeah. so I think they thought that but at that age I loved hanging out with older people um, and, and you know, I love spending time with my 70 year old great aunt and things like that so I didn't mind but they think I think they felt that they ought to start a, a junior writer circle so we did this and most in the end it mostly turned out to be people i knew just dragging along um but uh, nick was at the first meeting before we knew each other and i don't even really remember him being there um but he remember because nick has a wonderful memory he, he, he remember he he remembers so that's the first time we met um and it was a year or so before we we met because I because you knew Danny and I went to school with Danny. I, I met you three times in the end because um, <laughs> I knew Nestor Brin who ran the, the Montessori school yes. which you've been to and yes. we were meeting in. Yes, um, I was at that point. I'd only written one telly script and it wasn't doing very well and it was taking ages to do and and I only had the synopsis which are now um, in <laughs> shown to the world. But at the time, I was really getting frustrated and I wanted to take things a bit to the next level. So Nesta said, do you want to come to this meeting? I thought, oh, fine, you know. And the only, as you quite rightly say, the only people I would say um, younger than 50 were there. And I was 18 at the time. You must have been, what, 13, 14? Yeah. Um, four, yeah, 14. And um, you and a lad called Andreos were the only people in the room that were that way, you know, mm. <laughs> anywhere in the that could be described as young, and that was the junior writers. <laughs> That's right. I mean, the other, the older one, I can't imagine must have been yeah, mummified husks, <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of years old. Um, like but that, you the, always had this wonderful palace of of ideas. You always had this. Oh, well, I uh, and I can always remember Nick going. Well, I can. Oh no! I've got this idea. I can bring in from this, and I can bring in from this. When you would always explain your ideas to everybody, and you would just—I was just amazed at where you kept all these ideas. But I, I think we 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 got very well because you had that energy that 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 rises to that as well, and that's what you you do. Without that, any number of enthusiasm in the world isn't going to work because you need someone who can who has that equal who can rise energy. <laughs> Um, mm. But no, I, I met uh, uh, Paul. I think it was more you were more into detective. Uh, at that point, I was going then, through. I was writing. At that time, I was writing sort of well anything sort of with an old, uh, an elderly detective, like um, usually like, like a, a Miss Marple clone or something. Um, yeah, yeah, I was very into. Oh, my we, English teacher said that um, um, if one of my stories was the only thing that existed after a nuclear holocaust, they'd think the world was was ruled by old women and aspidistras and uh, I, I, which it kind of is but there's there, i still say they're your calling card i mean <laughs> uh, the, the sort of um uh when we did our joint story that this with the in the book which is coming out in the in a while um you you know that there's shameless a, plug there sir well done <laughs> well done <laughs> now, well not, not yet now he's not quite ready but mm. um you know that paul's written the chapter because there's a li there's a little old lady in it um, whereas you know, I've written the chapter because there's usually some sort of tragic heroine in it. <laughs> um, so we, we all leave our calling card, really. But, but we, we met. We kind of also met because I became friends with Danny at school, and the reason I became friends with Danny was a complete coincidence that I'd been in a class and we'd had a quiz because it was the end of term, and it, it was a Doctor Who question, and I got it right. And my 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 friend in that class was we were sitting at lunch, and he was saying. 
like congratulating me and getting that right and i said was saying what well, I, I love doctor who and, and danny happened to be sitting on the table and then we became friends and then um and, and then i, I met nick because that was well, the first time with the montessori writing group was um june 87 yeah, uh, it was about a, well, we, a year Dan after I, I met Warren. But. Yeah, I met Danny in in December '87 because I started at Bishops in and, the September. And by a uh, strange coincidence, Danny also went to the Young Communicants group that I was then part of at um, with some, some one my church. So he was actually in the choir, hmm. um, which was being run in turn by somebody I'd known since I was two years old. <laughs> um, but he he came to well, I was always having smite parties at my place. Because um, I was the only one who was old enough to sort of say to my parents, "Can I have a party?" Yes, thank you. I mean, the, the things I got away with—it's outrageous. <laughs> um, and um, and the, the the amount of alcohol I got into those things—that was also outrageous, <laughs> completely unacceptable. <laughs> but um, I, Danny was there, and um, I, as usual, I got out the photographs and tried to bore everyone with 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 you know this and that and that and. Um, do you remember the Warren? The local group had a display in the library. That's right. Yes. Um, Doctor Who stuff. Yes. And didn't they do? A, didn't they do a store? Didn't somebody read from a Target book one afternoon for the children when they came do you in? Believe they did. Yes. So I had some photographs of this, and Danny looked through and said, "Oh, all oh right, you like Doctor Who, don't you? Do I like Doctor Come Up here?" And, and I got completely unacceptable inviting young boys up to my room. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you didn't think about it back then. You did, you, there was no, no, no. connotation, no um, insinuation. Not, yeah. And um, I said, well, I just started getting the audio tapes from the videos of, of Linda. I didn't have a video recorder then. And um, I said, well, look, we've got this story and that story. Would you like to borrow it? Yeah. And so, uh, as, as I've kind of said before on on, on, on Yetis, um, I've, so, uh, I was being helped in my collection by someone 10 years older than me. And by contrast, I was helping Danny, who was five years younger than me. So, uh, as, and then and I was borrowing the tapes that, that Danny was copying off you and getting copy, <laughs> doing copies of his tapes. So I was doing copies of things that, that were from you even before yeah. I had met you. And I was forgetting to return anything to Nick whatsoever. That's <laughs> right. I was terrible at borrowing things from Nick and not returning them. Well, you, I mean, there was always, you always gave me something to live for, to hope for. <laughs> <laughs> I was a terrible teenager. I do apologise. I, 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 I was always going into... Uh, McDonald's and sort of say, oh, hi, hi, where are you? Oh, do you want to get to? Oh, no, you're on, bit on duty. Oh, no. Don't suppose you've got those tapes. <laughs> but he, he did give us that black and white, Warren gave us that black and white copy of Silurians that was that I was so excited to watch Absolutely. that I had to yeah. I had to get up and try and watch it all before I went to school the next day, which I don't think I quite managed because it's quite a long story. I can remember Nick, myself and Keith sat at one of the round little tables by the dance floor as we did at Concords and they had a screen up there and we were discussing because they were talking about releasing Silurians on cassette. Yeah. And oh, wouldn't it be nice if they just put Silurians on now with a nice, nice music vocal track in the background? <laughs> I remember bizarre conversations. Wonderful! I remember us exchanging the enthusiasm about that over the, you know, oh, like, we can, oh, that's a good coffee. First gen, you know, we always talk about first gen. Oh, first gen, that's... yes. The the picture only rolls once or twice through oh, it, and you can actually see all the colour. 
But I remember yeah, that was a rarity for us. When when you were very very busy and very very worky, and and the one thing that I I lured you to my house with during that era was um, Ambassadors of Death, which I got from um, Paul. Uh, I got very excitable about when I first oh, heard the trailer of Ambassadors of Death. Uh, Mr. T will, we he he used to lend me Sonic Ways, and we'd listen to it on the school bus. Yes, and I. I'm just incredulous with excitement because Ambassadors of Death trailer. It was amazing. I mean, I, mean, I, was ne- never, I thought there would be never any chance of seeing these things. <laughs> I know. And to the extent where, I mean, it really sort of kind of haunted you a bit because I remember s- s- sitting, ha- I don't know, having sandwiches, having a chat by the by the riverside in, in Salisbury. Um, and I remember we were talking about Longleat and sort of when we come back from Longleat um, and you turned to me all serious and said, Something came back from Longleat. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, that's a that's a ambassador of death joke. There, in case you don't understand, it's fine. But I, you know, I I thought you know when I got to know Linda, I said, well, it's time we got a video recorder. And of course, in those days, the rental culture was still um, first nature. And my my dad sort of said, we can get a video recorder as long as we sell the car. I mean, you know, as if it's going to cost a king's ransom. And it, after a few months, I said, well, this is silly because, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not skinned. Uh, I, you know, I, I was able to save in those days. <laughs> um, and um, we, uh, you know, Linda King, our, our sort of video mentor, had always bought machines. And I, I thought, well, why don't they just buy a machine? And I, and I did. And suddenly we were sort of um, collecting loads between all of us. Um um, a top you... loader, one of those big top loader ones that you put it in and push the lid down on. Uh, beautiful things of where with those I... finger buttons. Oh, thing of beauty. See, there's no style anymore, is it? It's I know. Flat I fronts, it's, it's, no style. They I... don't whir and clunk is, like is they it used to. Little Sony, then. I, am. <laughs> I, I remember my friend Harry was the only um, person who owned a Betamax that I knew. Uh, of course, the, the other weird thing about Nick and I being friends is that. A while into our friendship, we discovered that one of the other people that I became friends with at Bishops was Harry, and Nick and Harry had grown up on the same street. I've known him all his life. Really? I I prop up the bar with him, uh, his dad to this day, at the local So we were kind of always meant to meet in some way because just the interconnection of people knowing each other is uh, to the point of that. That's just really kind of spooky. Yeah, I mean, you have the... Danny had the Smike and you thing, and um, and then you later worked with my friend Sarah, who I grew up with. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of yeah, the sort of way that you can connect with people. It's very strange. I'm working at the moment with somebody who went to school with my missus. Um, so it's really weird, you know. And this might be I might be remembering wrongly, but weren't either you or Keith or Toby or on like South Today, the news program talking about Doctor Who. (laughs) We, Nick and myself, um, cornered Sally Taylor, didn't we, Nick? (laughs) (laughs) I've still got the audio tape. Have you? Unfortunately, no picture of Sally Taylor, which was remiss of me, but we're being hugged by a fireman. Um, oh yes, yes, they went great. This now, but was where were the cattle market oh, and the yeah. fire? Actually, the fire station's still there. I I, I stand corrected. Yeah, and um, I've got yeah. There's you and I. Do, we do a whole audio commentary, which still exists. And and, and what was what, what, how did this happen? What was going on? Children Why were there need? Ah, children need. Yes, I have a lovely picture of Warren and I dressed as the doctors. Um, you were Pat Trout, and I was 
uh, that's Tom. right. That's right. Yes. But uh, and Sally Taylor, yes, we. Uh, Warren's quite, you, you quite tall for Troughton, isn't he? <laughs> Nick's probably getting on a bit better, a bit better height for. Yeah. Nick, Nick's oh. closer to Tom's height because Nick's, yeah. oh. Nick's always been a tall chap. I yeah. should have shaved off that moustache though. Tom's never had a moustache. <laughs> He's had a beard, obviously, as Rasputin. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, no, Sally Taylor was lovely, and when we were we we interviewed. I think they just found the Ice Warriors, and Trophy was doing a kind of like a commentary on you know they've just I just found out they've they've found all the they've found four episodes of the Ice Warriors. And, um, and did you ever go to a Doctor Who convention together? Didn't you? We... Didn't somebody? Did did Warren? Didn't you go to Leisure Hive conventions? I, I went one? with Troby to Leisure Hive. I don't know if Nick was there because I, 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 I was lucky enough to meet Ian Marta there very shortly before he passed away. You must have you must have been there then because um, I I met I went to three, which is just before Ian Marta died. So it must have been, it must have been then. We must have met each other. I can't. It's such a long time ago. I all I remember is getting there. It was at Swindon, and we got there on the coach. Ah, we because we, we were taken up by oh, I think it was well, no, we went to, uh, Keith and I went up on the bus and came back via his parents in the car, and um, we yeah there was um, Debbie Watling, Ian Marta uh, was. Peter, no, not Peter Miles. That was the previous year. Um, and oh, Colin Baker. Just oh, I might have been the previous year then because it was we had the Davros. Um, we had the Davros um, panel with uh, Michael Wisher. Oh yes, and yes. Peter Miles and Ian Marta. So it might have been the previous year that we went. Yes, then. that was a, that was the one that was covered in Sonic Waves. That's right. Yeah. Oh, look at it, it's covered in Sonic Waves. <laughs> <laughs> you will never get the stains out. <laughs> was the White Hart Convention, when was the White Hart Convention? Was that 1980? 1988 was the White Hart Convention. I met you, just mm. before I started getting the tapes. And because uh, I didn't, I had the videos, but no video to play it on. Really? So we used to go around to Danny's three-story house in, in Exeter Street. Yeah. And we always used to have these meat gatherings um, and that's where I met you during Pirate Planet. Yes, I was um, yeah. myself and myself oh. and Keith were um, the security people at White Hart. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if I hadn't seen you before that, I'd saw you then. Yeah, oh. I, I can remember running around and avoiding Richard Franklin. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, see, he was rather keen on you, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> and and Fiona came to my rescue that day. Yes. And, and of course, I, there was that rather unfortunate incident a month or so before when I was arrested for wearing a raincoat. Um, and somebody in the vicinity who had been flashing but hmm. looked roughly like myself. Um, and um, yes, I, I got t- taken down the cop shop, strip search, um, uh, and um, the, you know this was still a, a matter of great hilarity in the in the group. And um, I, I have a little recording of um, Andrew Wink uh, saying casually to Mark Strickson at White Hart, "Oh, we got arrested flashing." <laughs> no, no irony, nothing. Oh, priceless. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you, 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 I think you could elaborate a little bit on the, uh, you know, 
Yeah, I, mean, just to, I remember the point. Just just to make it clear to the listeners, somebody else was arrested for that offence. Okay, yeah. But uh, yeah. I, the policeman sort of did, you know, was quite happy with what sounded. And just before he dropped me off, um, I was on my way to church of all places. And he goes, <laughs> um, he goes, if you decide that it's you, call us on this number. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I'll have a think about that then, officer. <laughs> I you, love that. Also, they, I've been thinking about it. I've decided it actually was me. Um, yeah, but oh, well it's it's thirty four years ago, so I, I, and nobody's come forward. So uh, <laughs> um, it's a flash. So you're still the prime suspect. <laughs> <As it were. laughs> We've still got a little picture on like a pinboard in an uh, office somewhere. That's right. Yeah, but no, I've done in. Um, no, nobody was sort of. Oh my God, you you know this could ruin your career. That was all. <laughs> just like the Jolly Jack Tar Sailor in the Sleuth, you know. That's yeah. This, you know. <laughs> I think I think White Hart was my first convention, possibly, um, and, and and certainly from a from a punter's point of view, it was. Really, I thought it was really good, uh, especially. I always remember. Sophie Aldred hiding in the Dalek, and and she just she just done Dragonfire, and and we didn't even know that Remembrance of the Daleks was going to be the first story of. I, somebody did in the audience. There was yeah. some kid who was about nine or something. He was in the audience, and he knew all the secrets <laughs> of the production team and knew Remembrance of the Daleks yeah. was going to be. And Sophie was trying to keep us, you know, kind of all confidential but, and everything. And, but, uh, but but basically, listeners, Sophie Aldred played Ace, who was the companion of the time. And uh, at this convention, there was a panel going on and there was a Dalek that happened to be off stage and he was moving around. And oh, you just thought it was it some guy Richard in a Dalek. It was Richard Franklin. And they set him up, didn't they? They set him up to ask the question, what do you think of the new companion? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden he answered the, the Dalek, asked him the question, what do you think of the new companion? And he, he said, um, um, and I think he slightly dodged the question because he hadn't seen it. And then they took the top off, and everyone went berserk because it was Sophie Aldrich. <laughs> That's the moment I fell in love with Sophie Aldrich. Yeah. Oh. It was lovely. I, I remember her being in the green room, coming up and giving me a hug and a squeeze, oh. and I'm like, "Oh, I like you." <laughs> she's always been a great. She's a good egg. Yeah, uh, fan uh, staple. Now on, on the Blu-rays, you, uh, all the interviews, she's just lovely still. Yeah, and I like the fact that she's going to make an appearance. Yeah. Well. Yes, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that rather, that rather, the little trailer at the end of the CTOS episode rather took away all the work that happened in that episode because because everything when he was treating. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got to treat you. But no, that you came in, you came up to me, uh, uh, Paul, um, um, at, at the end. I think uh, uh, Danny introduced because he was he was there too, mm. and he introduced you again. So I met, met you again, mm. and then I met you a third time when we did the videos, yeah. and and then I think we started phoning each other and, and sort of um, combining forces to for, with Doctor Who, and and I think Warren, you joined us for quite a few. Um, viewings at, at Danny's, I think we we all sort of. I can't remember. You know, I can't remember. I probably did. I, I, I do you know, I I have a sort of a vague point in my life. For my twentieth birthday, you and Danny and Paul and myself, and we we just sat around and watched Doctor Who all day and and uh, reveled in some of the stuff that Linda's given. <laughs> given. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I have to say, Nick has 
you have an absolutely wonderfully sharp memory and you also used to carry around a, a tape recorder and a um uh, a camera didn't you that's right and yeah. i still have uh, i've digitalized it now but i a lot of those old recordings still exist i'm but glad you, to say and i'm i'm so glad they do because there are some people i've you know that i meet at parties or something some you know some of them are no longer with us um and it's uh, i really do treasure them now um i mean these days you probably give sue sue four ways from sunday but you know kind of the, the sort of thing i i used to record i i, I um i, I sort of I, I don't know if I took over because you probably were still doing it, but when I was doing Southern Park, I was very much in your in your model uh, of, of always having my video camera around my neck. And, uh. Well, and, and look at the result. You've got a unique, um, almost decade-long social history yeah. Um, yeah. with jelly. And, you know, and, and all, our, all our lives are on there and... and we, we know, I don't think we're ever going to repeat that, you know, I, even with all, all our technology. Well, and also I was talking to Toppy Smelly and he he and his friend Paul did something very similar. Uh, I mean, not, not, obviously not identical to some yeah. of art because we were very much of our own making, but but something of that long with a video camera. And I think it was probably a film camera. I think it was even a, a bit earlier. And unfortunately, none of it exists or very little of it still exists. So we've been very lucky that we... We basically kept most of it in my parents, and they've got a big enough house that they didn't even notice. Um, and then, and then uh, you were able to digitise. I'm probably just as obsessed now with recording stuff as I was then. Um, it's like when my poor mother was on the way out. You know, she was very lucid, and when she still had her energy, I, I just sat for hours and recorded and listened to her. And she she was sharp as a tack. She you know she remembered so much of her childhood and everything. You had I thought if, if you've got it on the show, that is that is a priceless that is a priceless yeah. document to have, isn't it? Mm. And I think as we get older, we we realise that time just travels so fast, and before Absolutely. we know it, we we our our lives are so fleeting, aren't they? That's right. I mean, uh, I and um, similarly, my God mother who's you know sort of is, is still around but in a home um we went to a lovely cottage um my sister and i for her 90th and um, she started talking about how she met her husband and i did a sneaky uh, and and sort of switched on my microphone on on the cap on my phone and now i don't i don't even know when i'm going to see her again so I'm, I'm so glad i did that sneaky though it was yeah. um I'm, I'm so glad i did that i'm, not, I'm lucky to be able to uh, like I've had my mum and I've had my dad to some extent, but more regularly my mum and we've had we've had the recordings you gave me of your mum on the show on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah. Um, at least other people are able to uh, hear hear them and and uh, I think the responses I've had that people who don't even know those your your, your mum have had found those episodes interesting because it's just interesting hearing people talking about. Well, I like things. I like getting some more people for the show because um, a it's just different voices for people to listen to, but also. Um, it's a snapshot of them as well. Yeah. Um, and like my sister, I managed to get my sister and brother-in-law. I managed to get on to Shy Life for the for two occasions. But they're kind of you know kind of oh well you know kind of a, 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 there's a sort of they I don't uh, they they're, they're happy to do it, but they're a little bit self-conscious and kind of all oh, right. Why are you yeah, doing this? Some people are just. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, Nick and I. About, how there's some people that I would love to have recorded and they either don't think they've got anything to say and one of those in particular has passed on um, at a very young age and um, and, and so we never got him and uh, and other people just don't 
like don't like the idea of it, and and it's a, it's a shame. It's not just about them, you know. <laughs> we want to, <laughs> we want to, we want we want to have we want them we want them on the show. But never mind. But also, you never know. You um, as I my friend Matt, I went to his second wedding um, about four years ago, and we came back, and there's a guy with a sort of speech impediment that had been on one of the recordings uh, of Matt's 18th, which I'd done. And I said, oh, yeah, we've met before at Matt's 18th. And and he he, he had no memory of it, bless him. But his dad was on that as well. And, and his dad had since passed. So it's, it's just keeping that keeping that bit alive, you know, yeah. of, of people. We're all, we're all terribly valuable. What, what, um, what year did we do Genesis of the Wogan? <laughs> I've been doing that forever. I <laughs> <laughs> had that had a, that that had a, that was one of the things that's had the most effect on me in a number of for a number of different reasons. Oh, me too, um, not necessarily good. Uh, it must have been the heat. Um, it was, it was, um, August ninety one. I was a dead body in it, and, I, and that was my year for playing dead bodies because. Um, uh, uh, David Aldridge, who uh, later did the Retaliators, was gearing up to do a thing, mm. and he did. Um, he 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 cast me as a dead body in that. So uh, I've... <laughs> that's that's the thing where I le- I learned so much of my script, and then we never got around to recording the my hardest the hardest line I had. We never, and I think it had an effect on the way that I tackled learning scripts from that point. Uh, I didn't necessarily learn scripts. As um, until I definitely knew we were definitely going to record. Um, but it's you knew your lines though for all of mine. I mean, well, uh, yeah, we're more short, but more looking at them the day or two before. Well, than... you played a TV producer in Gift from Eternity, and I, I, you were in our, our place at the time, and I, I studied how you, so you, you familiarised yourself with it, and then locked yourself away in a room for an hour before we went off and did recording, and so you just studied hard, intensely on the day having been familiar with the lines and uh, it was interesting there's no perfect technique it's 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 interesting it, it works it, all different ways for people that's the question i was going to ask nick actually uh, yeah. being an actor um how how uh, this is the other thing that amazes me how people retain the the lines how, how what's your secret for retaining lines um well, i didn't really have one until i, I by it was right about ni- the early 90s i started getting regular roles and i i had a trouble learning lines until i did a a little thing that was um uh, for the short-lived wilton arts group where i played a detective and a bloke in a bath and um it's uh, uh, suddenly the lines came it's like are you clothed in the bath, Nick? Yes. <laughs> Just um, you and your rubber duck. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and a dressing gown. Uh, why I was wearing a dressing gown in a bath <laughs> to protect my modesty. Um, but um, no, I, I, it was after that I started getting the roles more in the studio. And I think um, for me, it, rehearsal helps me I, i'm not one of these people that can go and hammer hammer lines in i don't i like the, the rehearsing and it, it fits into a, it's almost like tracing paper you you kind of or brass rubbing you know that they, they slowly emerge not all of them in detail but the basic bones and then it gets as, as you rehearse and rehearse you it, it, it starts oh yeah it's this your brain kind of thing oh yeah it's this bit and then it's this bit and it's that bit so it's um, a very layered approach isn't it that's very layered yeah, yeah. um but with 
last year I did a film for my friend Richard who where I played a, a tailor. And of course we didn't have that because we went straight into filming. So I really had to work hard at, at, at learning it. And there was, I, the, the bit I fell down on was the technical, it's always the technical bits. Um, so there was, there was some measurements of this um, supposed dead, a suit of a dead body. And, and uh, I, I, I messed it up quite a few times because <laughs> I couldn't remember these measurements. But um, yeah, it, I think, yeah, slowly as tracing paper. Um, but I do like a good. I, I like. I, I'm happier with scripts. Yeah. Um, I with with Sutton Park. Obviously, I was given an ample opportunity to ad lib. But I think Paul Paul showed his ability for ad libbing when we did the the Blake Seven thing, the series E, um, because he was brought in as practically the only original character in the in the thing, and he made the part his own. And you could see Sutton Park in embryonic stage because he brought things to the character. He was a bounty hunter and he, he had all these coupling all these bounty bars. Um and uh we, yeah he was I not Villa as well. I don't know you, you were Villa as well. I don't know why you suddenly turned into Otto. Yeah I was talking to Toby and Warren about this when we were playing Fortnite the other day and I couldn't really work out why how I was both I could I haven't seen it recently enough. No. But anyway. But there is a there is a sequel <clears> that um Troby and Lisa did where I don't think they can find the tapes, but if they find if they ever find the tapes I'm more than willing to convert them because I've got the equipment. The weird thing is we have behind-the-scenes stuff um, recorded during Sutton Park because when we made the films in the 90s, we uh, we obviously, when you, know, you hear stories of like professional things where, where actors are having to sit around for ages when they're not needed, whereas so when I wasn't needed, I'd get my, my own camera out and, and do Sutton Park. And, and we had all sorts of plot lines going on behind the scenes, which is a nice record mm. of behind the scenes. But in, in the case of... But also Andy did, though. Andy yeah, Ching did. Yeah, he did more of a documentary some, version, didn't he? Um, more documentary. Well, when, well, I mean, some of them became documentaries and yes. some of them didn't. But, um, but I, I did a behind the scenes on The Return as well, and uh, which was... Andrew, so there is footage. There is footage. I, I, I had to be, I had to be dead. I think at one point, and a dog, a dog came rushing through the woods and jumped and vaulted over me. Like, and he turned round and vaulted back. In case. Lisa, Lisa wrote a line in because she wrote the script. Lisa wrote a line in it where Paul's character is gets shots and gives an agonised scream. And I said to Lisa, "You don't know what you you've unleashed here. This is Paul." <laughs> He will chew the forest down, <laughs> and sure enough, you know. And George, George Watson, who was in it, who's a friend of Paul's, uh, we, we were we were there both together in the scene, and we're kind of struggling to hold it together. And um, and of course, every time Lisa asked him Paul to tone it down, you know, and and, and it ended up sounding like Homer Simpson with a hangover, you know. <laughs> and and. Um, George and I were sent behind a tree in disgrace. I think we were taken out of the shot in the end. <laughs> but um, and uh, Evelyn, Evelyn, Evelyn um, Sawyer as Servalan, in this very short, bespectacled Servalan, um, and she said to me, oh, you know, take away the body. And, um, of course, <laughs> George, I, get, get, pick up Paul by his, his tracksuit, and he disappears into the <laughs> tracksuit. He, it's like he's melted. <laughs> <laughs> But there was one, uh, one one last thing about the return. I, I have to say that we had a very, very, very wet day, 
um, on it. The, 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 the shoot went on a bit, and um, the Evelyn and I had this scene, me as uh, a new character and her as Serverland. Um, we had to do it under an umbrella, and I was holding her at gunpoint, sort of basically nose to nose <laughs> under this umbrella, and the script melted because um, uh, uh, Lisa had done it out in bold, and um, the, 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 the rain washed the words away. And um, and I, I I sort of thought afterwards. I wish he'd asked me what I thought of the script. And I said, "What can I say? The words just floated <laughs> off the page." Don't get to do that. <laughs> returning to Wiggins, I have to say that um, uh, the other reason that um, I remember it particularly was because I had to put a microphone up Warren's trouser leg. And uh, a, boy <laughs> no man a, boy, a boy doesn't forget an experience like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember somebody put their hand up my trouser leg. I didn't realise it was you, Paul. Yeah. It's in my happy bank. In my <laughs> it's like a gender reveal. It's a trouser reveal. It was Paul. <laughs> it's the old trouser gag. Yes. <laughs> But, um, but no, yes. I, I was very sorry I didn't get to d- play a bigger part in that, actually. Um, I was working most of the day, so I couldn't really commit to. Um, but I uh, know it was lovely. That quarry we used quite a few times. Um, we'd done the previous year, and uh, I, we, I, I used it. We used it in Sutton Park. That was ideal, that quarry. Is it houses now there? Uh, I, I don't, don't think, think it's still there. I still quite there. Okay. Since my parents died, I, I don't really go to Harnham all that much. I, I used it for episode, the cliffhanger of episode 50 of Sutton Park, where yeah. it made it look like somebody had been shoved off the end. But we came back there lots, yeah. lots but of times. I have to say, I did a really corny thing, because we were there with Harry Fulton, and uh, it was obviously being a quarry, and there was a tyre hidden halfway in the, in the, the ground. Mm. Uh, the chalky ground and i stood on it and so i'm sorry i can't resist this and i turned to harry fulton and said harry i'm standing on a landmine <laughs> <laughs> it just looked just like the landmine from genesis L- listeners, listen yes this yeah. is another sorry, another, doc- sorry, listeners, another doctor who reference um <laughs> so i was asking you the other day nick if you could remember sort of the last few times we saw you saw warren or or can you remember Warren? sort of when did you leave salisbury did you leave yeah. for London? Oh, well, I, I left for London in 1990. Oh, Lord, yes. 1990, I packed my little knapsack and put my stick over my arm with a handkerchief on the end um, with my cat, cat and went to, <laughs> went to London. <laughs> yeah. I never I never actually lived in London for for two years afterwards. I lived in um, a place called Chesham in Buckinghamshire. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's where I ended up. Didn't yeah. didn't come back to Salisbury much after then. Um, well, I remember you coming back briefly when we were recording RPS eight, and um, you you dropped in for the afternoon to see us, which was nice. Um, you said that was ninety two. Ninety two. That's right. It was, um, it, it was just a little bit before I started Southern Park. Right? That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I I remember losing. I think that might have been the last time I saw everyone because yeah. I lost track because oh, I'm terrible at keeping in touch with people I, it's just a it's a it's just a terrible thing I have one of these terrible people that can't balance things out properly <laughs> and, and write stuff down but um it's uh I don't think I saw then I I know Andrew contacted me in the 2006 I think it was on that site called Friends Reunited yeah. oh yes 
And uh, that's the thing. There was no apart from that was social media. That was it. Yeah, that that's was it back then. And so it, it was extremely diff- much more difficult than it is now to get back in touch with people. Yeah. Even now, I mean, there's Paul and I both got friends. We were completely vanished off the radar. Mm. Um, and um, you know, it's <laughs> at least one of those you hear on on the Shallow Podcast on a regular basis in Southern Bar Groups. So. Yes, because you. Yeah. You're one of your most con- um, popular contributors, Lee, uh, yeah. from Sutton Park, has disappeared. One of my most popular contributors on RPS, um, Tony Derbyshire, has disappeared. Uh, he's he's gone without trace. I don't know what's happened to him. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, our listeners, Lee's the one who you hear doing manic laughter at the end of the title sequence yeah. and in playing many baddies in in Sutton Park trips. Yeah. No, it's, it's a shame, really, because we got so much we can offer now and, and put out there and for people to share that not least of which them to share um i wonder whether i wonder whether in, in an alternate reality there, there are episodes of southern park where warren played characters or, or films that you made where warren played a character oh, i would have loved to have had you in a film um, i'd love to have been had by you darling oh it's not too late <laughs> we're not too late yes it's not too late we can do the return we can do we can do matching zimmers and things absolutely yes <laughs> Do, do, the, do the the geriatric version of a children's film foundation thing? I think that's a damn good idea, actually. Oh, now the cogs are going now. Oh yeah, Billy makes a Zimmer frame. Yes, but I, I was thinking actually, um, thinking back to that. Um, one, if you if you have a, something like old photographs and old audios, and inevitably you, you still get greedy, and you think, I oh, wish we'd had seen film back then, um, and. Um, and I would have loved to have, when you see the old Children's Film Foundation things that are kind of being re-shown on Talking Pictures, um, and you think, I would have loved to have been in sort of um, Billy Gets Into Trouble with the Headmaster or Billy Does This and Billy, there was always a Billy, wasn't there? But, <laughs> um, but no, I, um, there's always that one that you wish you could have done more. Um, yeah. I, I've said this before on Shy Life, but I kick myself over and over again for not buying a video camera earlier. Um, I used to hire one out, which was inevitably rather a ropey specimen. And I, if I had actually bought one, I could have paid for it several times over. I didn't get one until 98, which was disgracefully late. Um, but um, of course, I, I videoed my 21st. You're both on there. I'm on the video of my 21st. You're doing. You're doing your. I tell you about the eye patch. <laughs> yes, we're all getting getting on down there. I still don't know how I got through the noughties, which is one of my favourite decades, without doing hardly any of my own personal video stuff. Because um, I finished Sutton Park and, and, and I started doing my poetry videos in 2010 and revised Sutton Park with them. But I don't know. I don't know how I. Uh, got through noughties without living in a fictional landscape because uh, it's, it's certainly uh, mm-hmm. certainly my happy place at times. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think the, I think the that fact that you had, you probably had a social life probably yes I think I did have quite a busy I had a very busy social life in the noughties. Very busy. Uh, I don't have that much sort of I do I suppose I had digital photos. And I was doing a lot of my writing in the noughties once I discovered Lulu.com, and uh, so I was I was writing. So I do have I do have digital stuff, but not not film. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but no, I've I've got loads of 
pictures of you were and uh, some I, oh. I, I would hesitate, <laughs> hesitate to pop on Facebook because you're with certain personages you might not want to be um, published with. I don't mind being published with anyone. I've I've gone okay. past that stage of my life and, now. And as long as you're happy, then there there is there is much out there that is Warren. Oh, that's frightening. I thought there was very. <laughs> you see, I have no um, because of um, family issues. I have no uh, um, record of me growing up or being a teenager. I have nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh dear. So, um, yeah, uh, no, I, I don't mind being with personages. No, no. Well, that, I, I think to say, as I say, from 80, 80 89, we've got absolutely shed loads of... Really? I oh, could yeah. Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's um, frightening. We, 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 we hung out. Um, <laughs> we did. <laughs> I want to see them photos. And that was that was just my sideboards. Um, yes, we, we went to. Didn't we? Go, we used to get Longleat's quite a bit as well, didn't we? If, if memory. We did. We did. Yeah. Um, Longleat was always a mecca for us Who fans, wasn't it? And again, there's a there's when we there, from ninety onward. I think from about for about three years, I did a, a committed video of Longleat, and you've got uh, Elaine and Keith. Oh, and yourself actually from in ninety one, you popped up by by surprise. <laughs> And um, we've got, I've got a whole lot, because you're about to, you're all gearing up to do Wogan's. And um, I've got oh. a whole vid- video of you and Keith and Troby rehearsing. Oh. But for, wow. Well, really nice. And, um, and I think there's a, I think there's an audio that goes with that, because Keith did audios as well of, of Longley. Yeah. But I've got a charming picture of you and my American pen friend, Rachel, at Lo- just outside the TARDIS at Longleat. Um, and you, you joined us, and we all went and did, did a did a did, long did I, a I exhibition. I can't remember. Did either of you ever get to Longleat in 1983 when they did the big 20th anniversary thing? Yes. Yeah. So I, did, I, was, I didn't actually. No, I um, no, I wouldn't have been able to have I, got there. I don't think. Yeah, I was I was there. So whether I don't know whether I was there when Nick was there, but obviously. Well, they, yeah, I mean, I, known I, each other. we went on. the <coughs> it must have been Monday. And uh, it was terribly exciting. Uh, 83 was a horrible year, other than that. Um, I, my dad had a breakdown. I was hating school. I was hating life. I was hating myself. I was hating other people. And so Doctor Who was keeping me sane, I think. And um, yeah, it was very, very exciting. But of course, when you think back, you have videos, you have Pat Troughton doing a signing. I thought, why? Oh, oh why didn't I actually go up and um, wait hours for Pat Troughton's autograph? It didn't happen in November, did it? It happened earlier in the uh, year. April. But- yeah, so I was only nine, so I um, I I went to it, but I was pretty much I don't think I got the full benefit of it because of my and I don't think I knew really what I was to expect, and I don't think I went in any of the tents or saw any guest panels. Mm-hmm. I saw more the exhibition and we wandered around and and um, maybe the doctor's shop. I, I I don't really think it was worth him spending the money, but it, except that it was nice to know that I was there, but. Uh, um, yeah, I was a bit too young to be let loose. Um, <laughs> my brother was only like one or something at the time, not even that. So, yeah, to, for them to take me there was probably a lot. To, to, to it was of, a big ask because the, 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 it was <coughs> huge. Everything you've heard about that is true. Um, I, I actually watched a recent extra on a Blu-ray and 
they had a clip, some clips from Longleaf. I looked intensely uh, to see if I could see myself, but I probably just as well, considering what I was wearing at the time, I think probably... <laughs> Not a flashback uh, again. Uh, no, no. Not but, sidebirds. Uh, worse, much worse. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, what pants? Uh, but no, 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 worse than that. Um, that <laughs> Blimey. Uh, I, I've got a photograph that my friend, and, my friend Otto and I were uh, taken, uh, 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 a photograph was taken in uh, Bessie. Mm. You can get yourself photographed in Bessie. So yeah. I was there the day that Mark Strickson was there. I don't know if he was there both days or just one day. So no, just one. Um, yeah. What day was was that the same day as you? Or the... I, I don't know. I no. see. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember him arriving and coming out of the car. Um, but um, yeah, I yeah, there was just so much going on. You just couldn't fit it into one day. It was amazing. Mm. Um, and Lord Bath calmly watching his his uh, his his. his um, the grass being turned to mush. Yeah. Um, I, I used to love the maze. We always used to go in the, oh, when we used to go in the nineties. We used to always go in the, the maze, and, and it used to be incorporated into whatever I was filming. So. And I think there's there's a few even pre Sun Park maze recordings, mm. um, and Troy being mess, messing around with sort of like what fibre optic kind of sherbets, <laughs> like <laughs> sherbets like a fibre optic cable, which he was kind of, and I've. I've, I've I think I'm on there doing an impression of the robot from the Doctor Who Sontaran experiment. <laughs> I, I sort of bend the bend the uh, the cane round round my and do the sort of antennae bit. <laughs> of course, Trevor was always very good in some part by bringing bits of electronic bits and pieces, which we could then just improvise around what they actually were. Mm. Uh, and uh, and well, I think the the the, the Sun Park one, the first Sun Park one was. 93 when we just done Sutton Park Prison in the Sun mm. and that's when Lisa started coming into it because mm. she had been in it I cast her about because my, girlf my girlfriend at the time was going to be in it and we split <laughs> up and I asked I was pen friends with Lisa and I was sort of saying she fancy doing this thing and she learned it in two weeks she was so good and um, she yeah. Uh, yeah she played your wife didn't she in it yeah I mean that's another example of of um, people meeting their future partners for other people to a certain extent um yes yeah. I, 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 working on rps and um, uh, that andrew kind of brought in his his future other half because mm. uh, she was a a listener she she was one of my customers on rps okay. well i think we've nearly run out of time i think um you know oh. Well, unless you, unless you have any uh, any more juicy gossip, juicy, um, <laughs> juicy gossip. Where do we start? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that for the next episode. I think if Uncle John wants to pop in very briefly after the theme music, so uh, we'll um, we'll we'll say goodbye for now. It's good of him to actually respectfully wait for the theme music. Oh, he's, yes, he's <laughs> out in the garden, guzzling um, fizzy water. But uh, but anyway, we'll be uh, hearing from him later. Yes, then. thank thank you, Warren. Thank you, Nick. Well, thank you. We have got to get together face to face. We have, we well, have definitely. Uh, there's, there's, we need to have several glasses of wine. Several, several, several bottles, bottles, dear boy. Yes, absolutely, bottles indeed. Yeah, I mean, we've got eighteen years to catch up on. Absolutely, bottle a year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll speak to you both again soon, and uh, it'll be a pleasure. Thank you for the pleasure. Me. And um, yes, lots of episodes in the can, and um, both Warren and Nick will be back separately in different episodes very soon. We'll be back on Monday. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okie dokie. When Val will be looking at um... heat, <laughs> yes. and I'll be making a chocolate dark. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yum yum. Bye bye for now. Bye.
Bye. Bye. recording an episode together what, what's been going on has it been fun talking to one another again it's been divine it has yes it's 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 come back in where everything comes back doesn't it absolutely. as soon as somebody mentions something small then the big picture explodes absolutely and there's there's, there's a lot to a lot a lot of love to share out there i, yeah, I, can't, I can't imagine you as, as youngsters uh you're you're running around and jumping around and hopping about it must be quite exciting oh yes with, with a little help from the four seasons Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, throwing shapes on the dance floor. Absolutely. <laughs> you were young bucks. You were bucking, bucking and bucking. Yeah. We were bucking the trend. Yeah. We were definitely bucking the trend. Absolutely. Well, uh, I know you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of photos, Nick, and, and a lot of video material of Don't of, worry, I'll never use it against you. <laughs> yeah, well you didn't get me. I wasn't I was I was a bit like Warren. I was a bit out of the scene during the nineties, but uh, I don't know, I can't remember quite where I was. I will have to check my diaries because sometimes I contradict myself. So but uh, yes, yes, well yeah, I'm glad you both got to have a chance to, oh, to chat yeah. it. So, yeah. But, uh, I'm sorry, Nick. I can hear the theme music coming, and I need to have it's a very, coming, coming to get you. I, well. I need to have a, a quick word with Warren uh, after the music. Oh, so, uh, oh, I'm worried if, about if, this. If you oh, would, right. Nick, it's just, so, sorry. sorry about this, Warren. I'm, I'm sure it's nothing too confidential, but uh, yeah, no, no. I've been listening in. I've no. I'll start on the 18 bottles of wine. Then. Absolutely, yes. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'll order the This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Hello, lovies. This is your Auntie Vera Charles or your Auntie Scott or Scott or just don't call me late for dinner. Reminding you that the Pride 48 live streaming weekend is happening July 29th through the 31st, 2022. We hope to see you there in the chat room for an amazing weekend of live LGBTQ plus podcasting. For more information, head on over to pride48.com where they've got pride just flowing right out every orifice on there. It's, it can be unpretty at times.
Yes, your uncle John. Uh, How are you? Oh, well, um, I just, I, I need uh, something has come up. Uh, and, and, uh, really? Yes. No. And that uh, often happens, you know. Yes, well, especially around you. Now, look, um, <laughs> uh, when you were, when we were talking recently, you came and you met the regulars. Uh, I think you might remember that you had quite a few admirers, uh, particularly Bettina Dupre and and Tallulah Twinklehorn. Now, they weren't wearing their glasses. That's what probably no, what the problem well, was. You know, they they're very easily. I mean, they're very, uh, very, they're very easily led. Yeah. Well, look, I have to break it to you. Um, they have formed little fan clubs for oh, you. Heavens to Murgatroyd! Um, but two different ones. They are rival factions. Oh, oh, you, oh, like Imperial Daleks. Yes, and I. I, I I, I can see it getting out of hand. I mean, I don't disagree with. I mean, uh, I quite. I, I don't. I don't get it myself. But um, I. Well, maybe a little bit. But I, I. I think what would be good would just be just one fan club. That's probably enough. Surely, I don't want them two to fall out. But I think the best way to resolve this is if you come back to the Charlotte podcast, and we uh, and we, we confront them and we talk to them and kind of you know get them to to to, to be nice and, and be friendly and, and you know it doesn't hurt to have a fan club. Warren, you can you can, well, I'm sure you, I'm sure that will help with the uh, cinematic sausage. So, well, so yeah. So, so would you come and visit us? Well, well in uh, the words of Colin Baker, yes, I know. I'll take you to. Oh yes, that works really well on audio. Um, <laughs> now, listen, um, okay, well, I'll take that as a yes. And if you come over, <laughs> we'll speak to the ladies. We'll sort it all out, and maybe Paul and you can talk about some TV stuff again as well. Wash it there. I'll send you the dates, and uh, yes, uh, maybe some other dry fruit. I don't know. All right. Yeah, okay. well, thank you very much. No, thank you. Yes, Uncle John. I'm <laughs> slightly scared now. Yes, it's all right. It won't be. It'll only be slightly dramatic. Uh, you know, <laughs> only slightly. Okay. You know how to do cliffhanger acting, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. We gotta go. We gotta go. All right. Bye for now. Bye for now. Oh, I think that was a wonderful episode, don't you, Toppy? I sure do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 This is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Absolutely. Absolutely.